You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. You just called me Fred Rico, <laughs> and then I said, "What the hell? What's that?" And you said, "You don't know what that is." That's my new pet name for you. Nice. It's per- perfect for a, for a very white British man, Fred Rico. You do have long dark hair and a ponytail. I do, and the next door neighbors thought it was Spanish. <laughs> the little girl one day is like, "My mom says you're Spanish. Are you Spanish?" Yeah. You're like, well, no, I'm like little girl British. came up to me and asked me, <laughs> like the queen. <laughs> what did she say? Are you Spanish? My mom says you're Spanish. Yeah, that's. <laughs> <laughs> So funny. Where they would get that from? No hablo inglés. Yeah, I should have said that. (laughs) Anyway, um, it is actually Saturday, July the 24th, 2010. And this is after the show number 132, the weekly movie review podcast from your friends. At at, Fredrico.com. At (laughs) Fredrico.com. Or Ascoli.com. And who are we? I'm uh, Paul. Yeah. Hey, and I'm your wife. And you're Cindy, aka Sid Talk. <laughs> aka. We got like Wouldn't superheroes. Would it be Sid Talk, aka Cindy? No. Yeah. We got our superhero names. <laughs> um, I'm talking of super. Well, no, not talking of superheroes. Talking of comic books. This week's movie is a comic book adaptation. Graphic novel. Graphic novel, or graphic, as this guy liked to say. Um, the Losers, the movie we're looking at this week, is The Losers, and it's the Blu-ray release of The Losers 2010 movie, 2010 Blu-ray release. It came out on Blu-ray this Tuesday, the, well, last Tuesday, the 20th of July. It's out on Blu-ray DVD, and in this case, it's the Blu-ray DVD digital copy, what do you call that? Combo pack. So it's everything in one box. Um, and it's from our friends at Warner Brothers, and you're going to tell us what this movie is all about before uh before that um so uh, when, no when i didn't i didn't is, say you could have anything today extra. is saturday right and you're talking about the most recent tuesday that has passed or the tuesday that's coming up everyone has like a different i mean i different, say that was last tuesday but it's and still i say tuesday not tuesday it is tuesday but it's still this tuesday because this is saturday it's still part of this week it is but there are in pe- there are groups of people some people will say Next Tuesday, well, next Tuesday is next Tuesday. Next, next Tuesday is the this one coming up. So if it? you have if this one that we just did was last Tuesday and the next one is next Tuesday, then you don't have any Present. this Tuesday. No. But this Tuesday would have been the most recent one passed because we're still in that week. Correct. So that's this. So that's how I see it. It would be like this Monday, this Tuesday, this Wednesday, and then everything else is next Monday, next Tuesday. Right. So, so it came out last Tuesday. <laughs> The 20th of July. came out this Tuesday, which was just... <laughs> I'll say last Tuesday. Now, if, if we get over midnight and we're into Sunday of next week, then you would say... Are you the glass week. half full or I'm the glass... I'm just saying. Oh, the glass... I'm just saying. Think about it. Someone might... You might misunderstand people. Well, let me be... Because spe- you don't have the same definition. Let me be specific. It came out on Tuesday, the 20th of July, 2010. <laughs> this Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Very good. <laughs> of the last Tuesday. Yeah, that'd be appropriate. All right, so the losers... The losers. They do not talk about things like Tuesdays. Well, kind of they do. Sometimes in a funny way. It is about a group of five special ops soldier dudes who are sent in to basically 
annihilate like targets of bad guys in uh, remote locations. And you can tell they've hardened. They've done this for a while. They got a little bit of kitsch to them. They've got their own personality, and it's very clear what type of person each of them are. And then they get kind of tangled up in sort of a duplicitous kind of situation. Enters uh, the chick from Pandora. <laughs> Zoe, what's her face? And there's a, now a woman involved saying, I can help you with this chasing down the particular bad guy, but there's some trust going on because she's a bit shady. And based on a comic book, yeah, it's all based on graphic a novel. Graphic novel, and actually, in actually, there, this, the story is you know there's a bad guy, there's this group of soldiers, there's some revenge involved, there's some like some unclear things going on, and in the middle, there's a lot of action, a lot of comic moments that aren't. I was going to say these ridiculous. are not superheroes. Oh no, these no. are just soldier guys. Yeah, soldier guys, like uh, but badass soldier guys. Pretty I badass. Mean, I mean, you know, it's a. I'm not going to say standard Specialists. Actions. Each one's a specialist yes. in a certain thing. There's the sniper. There's the tech guy. There's the two guys who basically just knock the shit out of muscle. you. Muscle. The muscle and the brains. And I think that was all of them. Right? And, yeah. And yeah, the foxy the chick brain. is good with the weapons also. So, um, yeah, based on a British, British, actually, um, graphic novel... Um, this is an interesting thing. It's, I was, not, it's not necessarily British. They're British, but it's American story. Yeah, they wrote an American story. Yeah. Anyway, I, I want to start it with, this is an, this is an interesting um, dichotomy, or whatever you call it, uh, which I'm going to say. <laughs> that might be incorrect. Um, one of the things, uh, I try to avoid, um, like, opinions on movies before I see them. But this one, when it came out earlier this year in the theatres, I was kind of interested in it because I knew it was a graphic novel that I'd, I'd seen a lot about. You know you know what I'm saying? I'd seen... There was this graphic novel called The Losers and it was getting high praise. Same as this Scott Pilgrim vs. The World, which you might have seen the trailer for. I, I'm interested in that too, but I don't want to know about it until I see it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So The Losers, I knew nothing about. Um, even going into it today, I really knew nothing about it. I actually thought they were superheroes until it started. Me too. So that's fine. Um, and the only thing but, I saw. But was the, the thing cover, is, <laughs> the cover of the what book. I do know about it from the internet and movie review shows, etc., is that nobody liked this movie. It was generally like, what a waste of time this movie was. So I had this thing which I didn't want inside me to not like this movie. Like, I'm going to not like this movie. And you know what? When the end credits rolled, I love this movie. Why did you even read stuff then? I don't get it. I just saw a lot of like Rotten Tomatoes gives uh, the losers. Yeah, but I'm saying, why would you? I didn't read any review. No, Hmm. that's not what I'm saying. I I just got the overall vibe of this was. It literally came out and disappeared, like, like it wasn't a huge success in any way. But when the end titles roll, I would watch it again. I I thought it was like a. Almost like we'd watched two comedies. Uh, the last two reviews we did was two comedies, and I was ready for like an action flick of some kind. And we'd done Green Zone, which was kind of a more serious action flick. This Invictus, is just Invictus was yeah. This hard. is just absolute fun. It's not serious. It doesn't take itself serious, even though there are some serious things, especially what happens in the first yeah, yeah. ten minutes. Um, but it's tongue in cheek the entire time. It's actually funny. I laughed in parts. There are some 
over the top kind of things that people that some of the characters yeah. say but there are some really funny parts there's some kind of touching moments in it everybody does a good job I think that actors that there's actors in here that you'll be familiar with but you don't know where from so they're not all like A-list like people that you see every day they're kind of like A-list anonymous famous. I like it's, to call, it's weird. I haven't, my distinction of these people is anonymous famous. I actually felt like it was a weird cast because I was like, I know him, but I have no idea where from. Like yeah. that all the way through. And I, I, even to the end... But I then was, there's a couple, like Johnny Fire or whatever his name is. Yeah, and you, where, don't, you don't like him because it's just that part in... Uh, the Human Torch guy. Yeah, Human Torch from X-Men. Not X-Men. Uh... Um, Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Because that role was too cheesy. Now, his role in this is cheesy, but I liked it 100%. It's kind of like the mature version of Johnny Torch or Torch Johnny or whatever. And I felt like he nailed (laughs) a a graphic novel character exactly how I would read a graphic. You know, I felt... He's a little too... Even for me I felt the character of him, though. Like when the comic book guys in the extras said that even though they didn't write this movie... They f- watched it, and it was yeah. their people. Like they under, you know, they they got the heart of the movie. So I came out, and I had a smile on my face all the time. There was some cool setup pieces. Things happened that I didn't expect. Um, in the beginning, when there's kind of a shootout, and a lot of the shots are like when the when the sort of like what are they called? Like the henchmen around this complex yeah. are getting shot, and then they're like stop frame as they're getting shot, which isn't something you see. You see them go down slow motion. You see them just nothing, just falling like. You yeah, know, it was interesting up. actually. So it was like a good. A, uh, a lot of. And not not bloody. It's not like um, yeah. blood squirting out. It's almost like eighteen. Like like yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like people falling off yeah. things and because at some point and, there are people who just get tranquilized. They're not all getting... I mean, there are I a lot of... I liked that shot. idea. Yeah, Th- very This good. is not an R-rated movie. It's a PG-13. Maybe that mm. explains why it's not people's heads being blown off with the sniper and stuff. But, yeah, yeah. you know, there's a sniper in this movie who does badass sniper things without showing heads blowing off. Yeah. Like, he shoots at other things, which is really... So just, in, just so we can be desensitized, of course, to the killing of people. <laughs> yeah. Bad guys, of course. All bad guys. But, it had this... Because the good guys... You know, in different scenes, they don't get killed. They just and this. And what I want to stress is, this is absolutely not serious. You have to go in with your tongue in your cheek. Um, Oh, I must have. I missed that. I didn't get my tongue in my cheek the whole time. There's um, (laughs) parts of it that are very like old James Bond. I, 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 not just because of that location. Yeah, yeah. Just the. I I don't want to spoil, but yeah, yeah. The bad guy. It's was awesome. I yeah, really think he really awesome. is, and and it, it's it's reminiscent of old James Bond if you like that, and it's just balls out action most of the time. There's a lot of um, interesting, too cool for school kind of effects yes, going on. Yes, maybe maybe a bit too much sometimes. But uh, it keeps it it keeps it from getting. Yes, there's shootouts and people getting thrown off of buildings and all that, and there's a bad guy who's got very nasty plan and all that. A pr- but particularly you, but awesome plan. We to understand be the, the bad guy's plan. It's interesting, which plan. I don't want to say, but the scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> when that scene happened, we already knew he was bad. But when that scene happened, I was like, "Okay, this is something to fight over." Because yeah, definitely. Something yeah, to that, stop, that's a good like. point because when you have a bad guy who is merciless, absolutely. There is no, there's no. No holds bar with this guy. You are, mm. <laughs> you are all disposable. He's a lunatic in a lunatic kind of funny, 
rich, I'm all powerful, but... Like a Scaramanga from um, James Bond, like that. Who's Scaramanga? You remember, like Christopher Lee. Like that guy. No, I don't what, remember him. Like really kind of like, I have one thing I'm focused on. And you are all disposable. Yeah, disposable. That's and I it. will get there. Yeah, and then you, know? you don't even get a hundred percent. You think you think he claims he has a good motive and all that stuff, Mm-mm. but I mean, Jason Lee, or what's his name? Jason Lee. Patrick. Jason Patrick. To me, that bad guy and his plan. Jason Lee would have been an interesting <laughs> choice. <too. laughs> yeah, he would have been a little too cheesy. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, he would have done a little too much of the, you know, whatever. But that plan was like a cement for me. For the thing, plus the woman and her, the not fully knowing what her motive is the whole time because you don't mm-hmm. know for real. That's what um, I'm saying. Just... Those are the two kind of like real little. They're like anchors for me. So then when you got the big action scenes and you got the cheesy one-liners and you got like all the other stuff, I'm still I'm waiting for that next scene to get a little more. I want a little more information on that. I want ooh, I want to find out a little more about that. That and it all comes together to me. Do you think? The reason people didn't like it was that thing where, oh, it's this is the graphic novel and you made a shit movie out of my favorite graphic novel. It's possible, right? Because people, that blinds people. And we went into it not knowing not anything. Reading, not even knowing. I mean, I knew the graphic novel existed. I have no idea of the tone, the story, anything. And this is based on the first six issues of the graphic novel, which oh, actually right. went on to be a lot more than first six issues. So it's kind of their origin story. This is where you meet them in yeah. the novels, and this is where you meet them here. And they deal with um, introducing the losers to you at the beginning in a brief period of time really well, because I I felt the unit, if you know what I mean, because they are a unit yeah. to stick together. I they use a lot of very common kind of, not lazy, but very common movie tricks you Everyone's very visually distinctive, you yep. know, like, and so that's... Boom, Which, boom, boom. like the guy said, they have to be in a graphic novel. In the gra- right, it's, so it's, you just, if you get a silhouette of the guy in the hat, you know it's the sniper. Yeah. If you get the shiny glasses up close, you know it's the tech guy. So, I I feel like they used a lot of, like, oh, okay, yeah, of course, we're going to get the slow motion walking toward the camera as a group. How many movies, you know, like, is it just homage that they're doing, do you reckon? Like, the guy goes, look, we've got to do this scene. Like the right stuff thing, you know. I mean, yeah, because they it. did do that. Yeah. Or do they think? Is it just a, a lazy way to get people in the music? You know, with uh, Black Betty in the beginning. You know, boom, Black Betty. And of course, my even my loins start kicking on that song. I don't even know why. So it, that kind of it's yeah, a trick. It's of not the mind. like it's not like you've um, never seen a movie where Black Betty plays <laughs> right, exactly. people with guns. I mean, exactly. you've seen it several. You've seen it lots of times, but so it's like a it's like it a works, switch like, in your brain. Yeah. And, because it's also done fairly well, I mean, I think really well, actually, and I'm not an action scene, shoot 'em up kind of person, but um, it carried me through it, you know? Uh, and what I, I was... wasn't sitting there waiting for those kind of like, okay, this is a lazy movie-making moment. No, um, there wasn't any of that. And no. In fact, um, what one of your pet hates is uh, like elongated fights, because yes. you find them boring, right? And there is a fight in this movie, but it's between a, a man and a woman. And it's not um, boring. And it is not boring. And but it it's is not visual. better. It's not better than Alabama. No, but it's visually interesting. Um, and also, because you have not established the relationship between these two characters properly yet, it is the perfect place for it to happen. And I thought that was really good. Um, the other things I wanted to mention was when I said there was things in here that I didn't expect. Um, all the major um, action scenes... 
were all very interesting, I thought. And I felt like I'd never seen them before. Hmm. The... <laughs> I'll say this to you, but I won't spoil... The... I won't spoil... That, yeah, one that, that was the one I'm thinking of, <laughs> first off. I don't feel like I've seen that. It was really fun to watch, and the way... Donut, so, donut, donut! The no, way they were the so... Ca- the, before it happened, the way they so casually did it, like... Yeah, like yeah. Guy, yes, I've got an F in half. That was very A-team to me. Yeah. And I even thought, yeah, oh my God, this is so A-team. A-team. Yeah. They're all kind of cocky. But, and and like, they're absolutely like, dun, we dun, dun. do not fail at this. We, They're just screwed. <laughs> We're going to just yeah. win this. And it's I like that cavalier attitude. Um, and then there's also another scene, and I will do a mine to you. <laughs> this, what was that Oh, yeah, 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 that was good. Like, <laughs> yeah, good. I've never seen that before. I was like, what's going to happen here? Oh, there could be one of two or three things about to happen, and it kind of all happened. So I was like... Awesome. This is you. This is kind of unique action scenes. The CG's a little bit off sometimes. Occasionally. But for some reason, I gave it a pass, <laughs> yeah. because I was like, I have never seen that before. That was really fun. Or, I have seen that before, but never all of it at the same time. Right. And the, and the the thing at the beginning with the school bus. Yeah. Never seen anything like that before. And that was quite, like, freaked me out a bit. There's a lot of stuff to be liked here. And I don't... And again, you could say, well, yeah, they're just, like, trying to get anything that's, like, a little shiny thing for everybody to, like, ooh and all over. But that's what it is. It's a combination of little shiny that's things. That's the kind of story it is, you know? Yeah. And, you know, um, Zoe Saldana, the hot... Tough chick. I think she worked perfectly in there. Um, yeah, perfect. Really perfect. Uh, with with a bunch of dudes, you know, she held her own in there. It was it was. Oh, I really liked it. I, I would watch it again. I mean, you'd watch it again right now. Yeah, I, I <laughs> actually when it was over, does I it did, have a commentary you can listen? No, to? it doesn't. Oh. And when it was over, I was like, that was just fun. Like, and it ends on a, a real fun note too, yeah. which is interesting. It, Don't say outing. No, but it's a fun... Yeah. It, it, it gives you a good feeling at, at the end. I want, you know, something that was built up earlier on. But um, I just think it's a fun summer blockbuster movie, I guess. Is I, it a blockbuster? Well, no. Well, it was Blockbusters big, are... Big you said it wasn't successful, so... No, I mean, it was intended to be. That doesn't make it a blockbuster. Yeah. Jesus, everybody could say, kind my of, movie's a blockbuster because I wanted it to be successful. The kind of movie you go to... The, <laughs> it was a summer... You know, it was the beginning of this summer it came out. It's... it's, Well, just before summer. It's a kind of movie that you would go to see, you know, just to mm-hmm. be... And uh, In fact, we watched Predators the other day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had more fun in this one than Predators, but then again, Predators is... Predators a little more serious. Serious, yeah. <laughs> I, did it go off? Yeah, it did. But I um, stupid fucking thing. I like uh, <laughs> my laptop. I'm trying to figure out the power thing. Where if I want to sit here and have it sitting, I've set all the power not to dim, not to go off, and it still. Does I think it. it's something in the BIOS of the um, of the laptop. I don't want to touch it every two minutes. It's stupid. But then I'll just you can still see it when it's dimmed, right? No, it went off that time. Oh, it went off. <laughs> all right. So um, I love you, Asus, but I don't understand. So in general, uh, I really enjoyed the movie. I'd definitely watch it again. It was kind of a sleeper surprise. Yeah, yeah. I like the surprise kind of movies where, especially because I had a fairly low... um, I had no uh, concept of what it was at all. I I saw the cover and I saw the name on the marquee and I didn't know what it was. I'd never heard of it. I've never seen an ad for it. You've probably seen that. We have that poster on the home theater PC on the slideshow and that poster's probably been there for six months. 
Have you never noticed? Nope. Every time it comes around, I always think, uh, oh yeah, I've not seen that one yet. So I had no concept. So um, let's go on to the uh, cast of this fine movie. We've got Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Clay. And uh, everybody who will remember him last from, he was a comedian in um, Watchmen. And I actually thought he was excellent in Watchmen. And I feel like it was the first time I'd seen him, but it's not. He's very unlikable. Um, he's in great Watchmen. in this movie, too. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, he's like, just because he's a guy that I don't 100% have not, I'm not used to his performance. I think he played a good, I was going to say a good bad guy, but not a bad guy. No. Like a... Worn down, worn kind of down tired, uh, colonel in trouble kind like, of guy. Is, like, that a, is that a kind of character? Like a Bruce Willis in The Blocks movie. The Blocks? 16 Blocks. Mm, not quite, but I know what you're saying. Trodden like. He's not young and, and full of piss and vinegar anymore. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, then we have Zoe Saldana as Aisha, and most people will know her from... Not know her. Or not know her <laughs> from Avatar. She was... What, what was the... Uh, Niobe, something like that. She's the woman, the lean, the lead. Uh, Navi. Navi woman, who teaches the dude. Yeah, the the one that you see like ninety yeah. percent of the leaders. <laughs> yeah. um, she and I did said, the body. Do you think she would be irritated by now if people go see this movie, for example, and haven't seen her in other stuff? Right, maybe. Oh, I just saw in the losers and whatever. Just imagine at a party, yeah. and then they're like, uh, "Have you ever done anything else before?" And she, you could just see like her teeth <laughs> grind to be like, um, "Have you seen a little movie called Avatar?" But, yeah, you didn't um, see me, but I was Yeah, because she, she was never physically no. in Avatar, which was, is amazing, because the whole... She was in most of the movie, and the whole performance Unless she was got very tall capture. and very blue and very cat-like. Motion capture and face capture and And her voice. whole performance yeah. in her, yeah. So, and and that, she was in Star Trek that we didn't know, because we haven't seen it yet. Uh, Chris Evans plays Jensen. Oh, she was very good, by the way. Really good, I Yeah, really say. good, yeah. And, I want to uh, see her in more stuff. Yeah, and... Uh, that that fight sequence I really loved, and there's another sequence where she's uh, every scene like no one's seen where she's talking, and then they're kind of standing around there in a cemetery, and you know a lot of times we've seen so many movies right, and you kind of get a vibe of the acting world, what it's like. There's a lot of waiting, a lot of standing around, and if you do a scene fifty times in a row, at some point some people they become a bit like robotic about things. But every scene, if she's not if she's sort of peripheral and she's just standing there in the, in the cemetery, she kind of like leans on one of the uh, headstones, but not like into the shot or anything. She's just off on her own, kind of leaning there listening to the conversation. Whereas you think, to me, I don't know if it's intentional, but it's like a subtle way of making it seem more, less staged right. to me. You know what I mean? Like there's something about her in every scene, the way she moves, the way she does stuff. I just think she's a very... She's just good. Correct. That's my t- I'll sum it up. She's good. And Chris Evans plays Jensen, who's like the hacker kind of uh, tech guy. Johnny uh, Torch. Of the losers. And he hears uh, Human Torch. In, human uh, Torch. <laughs> in Fantastic Four. And I hated him in Fantastic Four. <laughs> um, the over the... I mean, it's a similar character in the over the... Over the top. Like, I'm... Pretty boy. And... Uh, you know, look at me. Kind He's got of thing. those frosted tips, and I'm telling you, like the guy from Big Brother we watched with the dancer guy. It just really gets on my nerves. Yeah, I don't know why. It's like oh, I don't. Know. I really thought I thought he was. I don't like the wisecracking, jokey one generally. But it's good. But in this one, there was actual parts where I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was really funny, like because and I was when like, they're when they're. Down and he's yeah. like dead. Yeah. He is dead. 
<laughs> he was just really he, he just had some funny lines I, I don't don't think it was I just think it was the way he delivered them. yeah when he fired the harpoon and said yeah I've got a <laughs> what did he say I've got a yes I've got a harpoon it's not a harpoon it's a crossbow crossbow yeah I got a crossbow like a hot bitches. dog guy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there were stupid things like that which he pulled off. And it, I don't know, it must have been something about the graphic novel, but he always wears a different t-shirt. Yeah, some funny, like, crazy, crazy colourful. Yeah, so yeah. that must have been his stamp in there. And, you know, there'd be one scene, they're talking, and then they're in another scene, he's got a totally different t-shirt. And it was like, just a like a running gag with these funny t-shirts. One with one with a woman eating a hot dog, and yeah. some comic book ones it looked like. Maybe a Watchmen t-shirt at one point. <laughs> it was, But um, I liked the character... I, it changed my mind a little bit about him, so yeah. that's good. Um, Idris Elba as Rogue, who you absolutely did not know was a British actor, which is kind of funny when that happens, because he's so good at doing an American accent. And I still didn't realize what I'd seen him in before, where I found him extremely the attractive. Office. He was in the office. He was the kind of dickhead manager guy who came in. To assess the office. Like, yeah. So. He didn't people. like Jim. He was the guy who didn't like Jim at all. A lot like, of people Nothing Jim did was... And everybody else always liked Jim, right? And yeah. all of a sudden, this guy comes in, and, he, and nothing Jim said or did was right. But this guy liked. And this white. guy was so cute. He's just. And he's a British actor. Not, I, I bet a lot of people don't know because yeah. I, I knew just because I'd seen him in British things before. Talking British. Talking British. <laughs> as soon as he was talking British, and he's got a proper London accent. So yeah, exactly. He, he's very good. That's at why doing. my first thing was, and I said, "Is he from the Mr. Madonna movies or yeah. Guy Ritchie?" And he was in Rock and Roll. Yeah, exactly. Um, Hard. Man I think guy. he's great. Really um, he reminds he re- at first when I saw him, I thought he was Dokes from um, Dexter. Do you remember? Mm-mm. I thought it was him. Oh yeah, no. But then I was like, no, it's not him. It's the other. G-. That but guy was really old. That guy was old. He old. is, and that's what I kept think. I kept thinking, is this the same guy? But because mm-hmm. that De- those Dexter episodes are kind of not fresh anymore. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I can just remember the guy, you know. But anyway, I really like him, and I think the. This part in here was pretty good. Yeah, really good. It was without saying anything. Yeah. It was really good. Um, Columbus <laughs> shot intent as Pooch. Which one's Pooch? The uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. lookalike. Oh yeah, he, he was really good too. And what have we seen him in recently? I don't know, but he was good. I like. I him. feel like he was in. He's kind of cutesy. Was and he funny. in Avatar? Maybe. As what? I don't know. I you just know. feel oh, he's in something I have seen recently. We had the internet at our disposal. Was he in Predators? No. So anyway, Columbus shot as Pooch. Um, he is good. He's just a young... Um, he, has a, he has a combination of funny and lines. Serious. And um, he's like peacemaker kid. He's like the key peacemaker guy. He wants everybody to get along. He's also got some family thing, you know, that gives him a couple serious moments. He's the driver mechanic guy. Yeah. And he... You know, and he has a few funny lines. I swear we've seen him in something over the last few weeks. That's what I feel like. Take some more stabs at it. See if you can guess. No, I don't want to guess. Just what's his name? Columbus Shot. As Pooch. Legless Pooch was funny. Yeah. Well, that <laughs> might. He's not like a pirate. Um. Okay. Death at a funeral. Armored. White out. Armored. Armored. What's armored? It was a movie I watched about the armored van with Matt Dillon in it. The crappy one? <laughs> yeah. That's what I remember him from. He was the main guy, in fact. Whiteout? We watched that? Yeah, he was in Whiteout, too. Totally. What was Whiteout? Remind me. Uh, Kate Beckinsdale in the um, Arctic. We reviewed it. Oh, yeah. That wasn't great. It wasn't um, good, that one. Cadillac Records he was in. Quarantine. This Christmas. 
No, uh, it's um, it's those last ones right. you just said. Save the Last Dance too. Yeah. So we're not saying he's been in all, uh, you know. And then Oscar War of the Worlds. Oscar Janida as Cougar, who is the sniper guy, also very good. Very few words said from this guy. More shooting than words. Yep, but I liked him. But still, you got his character. Oh yeah, he was totally. You could believe that they went and found a sniper to play that. I also life. feel that a sniper is a lonely kind of on your own kind of deal, and that's what that guy is. So, how, how did you say his last name, honey? Who? The Oscar. Janita. It's a uh, Juanita. Oh okay. Jay's always like. Whoa. All right, J- uh, Jason like Patrick plays the bad guy. You don't uh, say who's, Juan. Who's Juan. Max? Jason Patrick plays the bad Very guy. Very good. Um, Very good. He, um, you know, mm-hmm. everybody knows Jason Patrick. He's been around forever. If you're, if you're a fan of the Speed series, he is the <laughs> Speed 2. Why would that Kurt Dono one? He's from 90210, right? I, re- I remember him from Speed, but yeah. Um, speed so 2, not speed, speed. That's what I'm saying, Speed 2, the cruise right. control one. So, um, he's, you know, he's been an action star. He's also been in serious stuff. Um, this role, like I said to you earlier, it's almost like a Bond villain. It's over the top. It's a. It really is a comic book character, even though this is a graphic novel. It's a comic book character. It's Lex Luthor in Superman, or it's. Oh, it's, but he's not. He's not that camp or anything, though. He's really good. It's not good. camp. It's super grounded. You know, it's like kind of bananas, though. It's it's. It's bananas, but not like wacky at all to me. He was really malicious. Yeah, and, and, and real like. Oh. Like nothing he said to anyone meant anything. Because at any moment, and, he, like, you can just, and when he's talking to these like Arab guys, he makes fun of them. The, yeah, I know, just right? straight up like racist kind of. And the thing is, as horrible as his plan is, and there's murderous things going on around him, him mocking their Indian accent almost makes you hate him more. Yeah, you're like, what a dick! And I just mean, straight to the faces. <laughs> it's not like a behind the scenes like to his henchmen. Like he just says it straight to. And then just raises his eyebrows yeah. and raises, though, puts his hand out like, "What are yeah, you gonna do about it?" Yeah, exactly. And I thought it was really good. It really made me want to go around. Something about action movies. Yeah, I do get a little bored with the fights and with the gunfire and stunts and all that stuff sometimes. But you throw in there a character that I'm waiting to see, and I want to see what their plans are and what's going to happen to them. And if that holds me, and then in the scenes in between, I'm caring about those people, and I'm caring about what's happening. It's like this magic combination. And a bad guy that's shitty, that I don't care about, or that I'm not threatened by, it can make it all fall apart. But he, he's threatening. Here's a um, prime example. Die Hard 4. I love the sheriff guy from Deadwood, who happens to be the baddie in that movie. True. But I was never... Yeah, um, no, no. I yeah. was never like, I don't care what he's doing. He wasn't threatening enough. No, not at all. In His fact, plan was diabolical. Yeah. You know, I mean, it was diabolical, but, but it, he... But it was never... He wasn't crazy enough? Like this Jason Patrick Not like guy? Alan Rickman in the first Die Hard, Right. Now, him, the whole movie, you would want to see what bananas thing he's going to come up with next. You're and always he's like, vicious, like yeah, you vicious. know. Yeah. And you're like, and Die Hard 3. Um, yes. His brother. Yeah, definitely. Even the same, like, you're absolutely terrified of him every time he's on screen. You're like, I don't know what this guy's going to do. He's probably going to kill his own men. <laughs> right. This guy, is like that. He's, he's exactly like that. He's like, I don't know what he's going to do. He's bad to the core. He's going to get his way. 
Oh, is he? He's bad to the core without being a bully. And that's what makes some of those bad guys the best bad guys. Because... Like, everybody else is the bully for him. Yeah. Like, and then you have to wonder. You kind of put go, step, take a step back and go, how did this guy, being the way what we've seen of him, get to where he is? Now, when you really think about that, kind of build up a little character background in your mind, he must be a nasty piece of work. Yeah, it's because, the kind of, like Gary Oldman in Book of Eli the other week. When it showed you his backstory yes. on, a, on an extra. I'd yeah, like yeah. to see a backstory of this guy, because who knows what this guy had... Yeah, what, and his hand? Like, it's all yeah, fucked up, but you have no, no idea. No, no explanation. <laughs> Unless you read the books. Yeah. I mean, if you read that novel. Um, also an interesting, one of the, an interesting scene, which is... He's, he's, ord- he's ordered his henchman to get a fire team together to mm-hmm. go oh, after... Oh, don't tell, don't tell. No, I'm just saying, and the... he... Don't tell about it. It's uh, too good. Is it? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Right, no, I will, uh, Yeah, no. Th- thanks for that one. So... Next up is uh, Holt McCalney. Yeah, I don't know how to say it either. Um, and he plays Wade. He's just like a henchman guy. Or... Oh, he's not just a henchman. He's like the lead henchman, and he's yeah. awesome. Oh, he's well, I'm really just awesome. Who he is in the movie? He's the henchman of Jason Patrick. He's basically his muscle, yeah. and you've seen him before in loads of stuff. You won't. He's anonymous, famous, super high quality. The way he responds to Patrick, Jason Patrick. It's like it's something I've never seen. He's not intimidated. He's not afraid. I felt he's not some anything. intimidation. Oh, I didn't at all because I, I felt didn't. like they're the same. Only he's got the muscle to do the things that the pat the. I think I felt like uh, Jason Patrick was nothing without him. Yes, but not vice versa. You see, I yeah. felt like that guy could go on to be the bad guy right. without Jason Patrick. So, and the way he would respond to him and sort of like the blank when he said, you know, something about American. He's like. I was born in Quebec. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about your motivation or anything. I'm just, I am what I am. You know, I'm muscle. You never know of his motivation. You never know anything about him, except he's the hard, hard, what's the hard man guy? So I think we've covered everybody there. Uh, directed by uh, Syl- Sylvain White. Sylvain, um, I think so. Who has directed a couple of other movies, but nothing of, he did a, I'll always know what you did last summer, which I think was the third in that mm. last summer, which was really bad. Was it? In my opinion. Um, not that they were good movies anyway, but that was the worst of them. Um, and that's it really. So, an interesting, he did, <laughs> yeah. I think he did something like Drumline, one of those type of movies too, or Save the Last Dance or something. Um, but That would make sense, because the guy we were looking up was in one right. of the other guys one of those types of movies. One of those, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've not got much to say about this guy because there's not much in his. I feel like I can... he put his guts into it. Though. I feel like he did a good job. Yeah. Um, it didn't seem. He, he, I like when he said in the extras that he's a gamer mm-hmm. and he plays a lot of first-person, third-person shooters, and he wanted to film a lot of the action sequences as a nod to that kind of thing. And I felt that when I was watching it because yeah. I play a lot of games, so I know. And there was a lot of. I'm on the shoulder of somebody, or... But not in a weird... Not in, like, not in a doom. kind of way. Not in no, doom no, no, no. Not, like, literally, but... But I felt like he carried that off with the shooting sequences where they were popping up, and you saw people... It felt like it was... Yeah, it also adds to the, like, I'm one of them feeling a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm... I'm you're connected to them in a, in a way. You're not just over here with the cameras. And that's what he was saying, wasn't he? He wanted to be on the... In the action. You, yeah. from the character's point of view, like then you will feel closer. Or like... Well, no, I won't mention that part because it will be a spoiler. <laughs> so, um, Blu-ray, uh, great picture quality and sound for this kind of movie. It's like action, there's explosions all around you. Um, 
the music pumps up when it should do. There's a lot of explosions. So <laughs> this is the kind of movie you will let, you know, Blu-rays made for home theatres. Um, there's uh, some extras, not a lot of extras. I'm uh, going to add. Not much. Um, you do get a DVD version and a digital copy. Um, now extras. There's Zoe and the Losers, which is like a five-minute Zoe Saldana. Um, How she measures up from with her the point cast of men. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, very standard, really. I think um, there's a deleted scene, which I couldn't really make heads in the tail no, of, but it was I liked confusing. it. I liked it, <laughs> but I didn't get it. It was like it was from another movie, from another movie, <laughs> but with that character and a different character with the same. Yeah. Movie. So, I so yeah, I didn't. Oh, there's yeah. Like, no and there's no explanation or nothing. So I would really like to know what that was, but and it's just one. Unless it's that that guy, the is maybe. Always a different one. Yeah, that's what game. I was thinking, maybe. And that this maybe. guy in the past had kind of hooked... Up. I don't know. Do you think that was supposed to be at the end of the movie, or...? I think it was from the past. Yeah. Like, from the 70s, it looked like. To yeah, that's so what I thought. So, in the past, you... Yeah, so, we don't even well, understand. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't get it, no. Um, so, yeah, there's Did one... If you di- watch it and you have any idea what it's about, please uh, let us know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's one deleted scene, then. Um, if you're a fan of the... Uh, there's a new... Warner Brothers are putting out a new Batman... Um, animated feature which there is a trailer for at the beginning of this blu-ray disc but if you want a closer look at that there's a 14 minute behind the scenes batman under the red hood featurette um on this disc so you know the graphic novel type of person who might buy this movie might be interested in that one um there's also a couple of their featurettes short there's one the losers action style storytelling which was my favourite one because it interviews the two, com- the artist and the writer of the right. comic book, and shows their perspective of how the movie came to be and where they started. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, that one. because they the guy read 2000 AD, which was a comic I was brought up with. Um, I read it every single week. Judge Dredd, you know that's where he came from. Rogue Trooper, that's where he came from. None of Rogue. 2000 AD is a very famous British comic, but it's a comic book. This weekly that has several different strips in it. It's not just one story. Oh, right. It'll be like the first third of it will be a Judge Dredd story that continues next week, and then oh, there'll be awesome. a road trooper, and then there'll be some short ones at the back. So it was like a compendium of different. Is it still going? It's still going, and they showcased different writers and artists every week and tried to break people basically, like, and get them into the big time. And then they got their own comic books from 2000 AD. So, but Judge Dredd specifically was one that came from there. And also became a movie with Sylvester Stallone, if you remember. Yeah. It was a very bad movie. I don't remember if it was bad. Is that the one where this New York was under the city still? Well, yeah, they yes. went down. It was, it was a bad movie, because I've read a lot of Judge Dredd. where they brought there and froze them, didn't they? Like they were frozen, cryogenically frozen, and then they woke up later. Isn't that Sandra Bullock, or is that a different one? That's the one with the shell. Yeah. Is that Demolition Man? That's Demolition Man. That's also... That Demolition Man's Demolition? better than Judge Dredd. <laughs> okay, then I'm confused. That's the one where you wipe your ass with a shell Judge Dredd was under. He was downstairs. It was a it's city, like, like Megapolis or something. It was like a... No, it was like old New York or something had been buried under... It was like up in the air, slightly. Raised up. Everybody oh, lived higher up. Now we have to watch Because of both. the smog. We have to watch them both. It's not good. <laughs> um, you just read the comic of Judge Dredd. It's a lot better. Um, so, and then there's some more... Um, it's funny, but, isn't it, to think of Wesley Snipes then, and now he's in jail. 
I don't really think of him. <laughs> so uh, there's uh, also another feature which is broke down into a separate bunch of features called Band of Buddies Ops Training, which is like um, it's of several little things: a close-up of the intense action sequences, transforming Port- Puerto Rico into a. Um, mm-hmm. The whole thing was filmed in Puerto Rico and. You wouldn't think or so. Puerto Rico. I, I said Puerto to you, Rico. Well, I, I'm English, so my, <laughs> I wouldn't put on a Spanish accent. You can say Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, I would say. Not Porto. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it was all filmed there. Um, and the movie is a very global yeah, feel about Yeah, I love that. And it, you go to Dubai, you go to... Kind of like a James Bond. You know, when you watch a James Bolivia. Bond movie, you yeah. feel like you've been to all kinds of different places, even if it was briefly... Well, in this, you have, but you haven't because you've only been to Puerto Rico. Nice. <laughs> very nice effort. All right. So, um, and then there's a pretty standard featurette showing you the guy who shows you how the, how, shows the cr- the cast how to use weapons. Right. Uh, you've seen him before. Special I've seen him before. Guy. Yeah. It's uh, it's pretty standard features, but I feel like they, you got more insight and in, they let them talk more. Like, in these yeah. features, a lot of the time, it's just music and, like, fast yeah, clips. Yeah, true, true. But you actually got to see them talk. Um, don't think it's brilliant in terms of features. I would like a commentary. I would like, like, a motion comic or something of the comic. You yeah. Know? Um, or do the thing where you see the comparisons of scenes. If, they're, if they boards, do scene by scene or something. Maximum movie mode, like Kevin Smith. You know, it, it was rife for something like that, but I guess it never happened. <laughs> Um, it, it's on the Clash of the Titans one for next week, so they've got the maximum movie mode. And so. what did I say after we saw the Clash of the Titans uh, trailer? I said, oh my god, I hope that's as good as that looked. Clash of the Titans. Because I love that kind of shit. I really do. So that's Clash of the Titans. And I love the original Clash of the Titans. Anyway, off topic there. Um, so, in conclusion, I would. I, it's an own for me, this one. <laughs> I, I would really go back to this one and watch it again. I think it's a great, fun time. It's one that I would, if I had a friend... Um, Man buddy, you know, like my friend come, you know, my friend comes over, like, yes. and we play games or whatever. And he said, "Do you want to watch a flick on the big screen downstairs?" It would be one I would drag out to show somebody because I think it's fun. It's got everything in it that, and you're you're not a man and you enjoyed it. What I mean Correct. is, it, it's an action movie like Rambo or whatever. You might yeah. not like it, but this but one has a bit too. of everything, doesn't it? So, so it's fun because. Uh, I'm a mixed bag. I'm glad I liked it. And I'm sure it will be an unpopular thing to say that I like this movie because I'm sure a lot of people did not. In but they're fact, gonna, they'll, they can tell you every single thing that was wrong with it. But you know what? We know. I know. Yeah. yeah. We yeah. understand. But the thing is, there's this like mystical combination of the right things for any movies. I liked Predators a lot. And it wasn't great. But to me, it's great. It's just, there's this. I don't know what it is. There's some movies, right? It's like there's this big list of tick boxes. And if there's enough of those things ticked off, and if some of the bad things are still mixed in there, I get it. It can't. If I want to make the perfect freaking movie for myself, I should go make the movie. But I'm not gonna, so. I've got a movie that I can put in that category completely. And it's Doomsday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it. Has all the it has all the trappings of a crap movie, like, it does. but for some reason, the way it was done, I mean, it's 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 a, it, on paper, it's an actual, it's an, a mess. That movie, it's like yeah, yeah, everything thrown into a movie, everything you can think of that's cool or interesting, zombies and medieval Medi- stuff, yeah, everything. Throw all that in. Frankie goes to Hollywood, music, diseases, and yeah, it's a mess if you think about cop, it. Uh, but mystery. when you watch it. 
there's somebody that you know the the girl who plays the girl and the the way it is pieced together and it's just over the top. It, it gets it borders on ridiculous, like at the end. But I I finished it and I said to yeah, you, yeah. "Holy shit, that was amazing! I loved it." I did. Too. I can't put a because a lot of people would say, "Oh, Doomsday, that was awful." What what were you thinking? But it all came together. Music. And then other movies just don't. No, they don't. Like Whiteout, for instance. Yeah. It yeah. should have been interesting. It's an interesting premise. And we struggle because when you think, oh, I really want to like that, you pick out the things you do like. Yeah. But then that magic, that there's no glue. Just Kate Beckinsdale. That's yeah, it for me. It doesn't. Oh, my God. I mean, really. Covered in a parka the whole time. Yeah, yeah that was, that was, um. That's that's the thing for me. I always want Survivor, the TV show, to be in the Arctic. <laughs> and then you said, like, well, why would that be fun? Everybody would be all covered up and yeah. And from my perspective, I don't mind, but I mean, <laughs> they want bikinis and stuff, you know. Yeah. So yeah, that was pretty much Kate. You got Kate Beckinsdale, and then you've got a Parker. And uh, <laughs> I think people, when they start going, this movie shit. This movie sucks. That movie shit. That movie sucks. Well. I agree. Sometimes, to me, certain movies do kind of suck because the overall experience, at the end of it, you're like, oh, God, I just feel like I wasted my time or they could have just done so many things better. But I think if... Sometimes I think it's just that bravado thing. If one person starts saying that something sucks and somebody else is like, in their mind, they might be going, well, I kind of liked it. But yeah, it sucked. Yeah, I thought it sucked, too, because you say it sucked. And, and then this guy over here says it sucked. And it's just like... Well, I actually feel like I had a fun Saturday night at the movies. It was, it's not a thinker's movie. It's just absolute fun. It's got some great comedy, action, music, the whole thing. I just thought it was fun. So World in peril. I recommend it. <laughs> I really do. I do too. Um, it's, it's a good, 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 good times. Good times. So uh, next good week's uh, review, as we just mentioned, it will be Clash of the Titans on Blu-ray, which is right there. Um, exciting, because I love the original Clash of the Titans, so we'll see. I think I mean, it looks awesome. And another Avatar star. Yeah, they're popping up now all over the place. Um, movie recommendations for this week. I um, put down uh, my first one, Watchmen, because there's another Warner Brothers um, <laughs> graphic novel movie that I adore. Absolutely adore Watchmen. I think it is a masterpiece. That's another one that you would watch again. I easily. just think it's actually a masterpiece. You know, like people love The Dark Knight. Watchmen yeah. is my Dark Knight, if you know what I'm right. saying. Because I do like the Dark Knight, but I think Watchmen is very... It's just a very interesting take on the whole superhero thing. I just like it. There's no cheekiness there. No, it's very serious. Yeah, yeah. And I like... And it goes all, it goes all right. It doesn't get too, you know. And, you know, it has Jeffrey Dean Morgan in it, who is, I think it was the first time I'd seen him, and I really like him. Mm. Um, and second, I'd put Triple X, right, which is the... Original um, Vin Diesel Triple X, not the one where he turned into Ice Cube for some reason. <laughs> um, now, that is not a good movie either. In fact, it's quite a bad movie. But in a James Bond kind of way, it has a... It's just fun. Like, you have to shut your brain off and just have fun. It's like a James Bond knockoff. It, it goes around the world. It's got lots of cool action sequences. It's got the creepy bad guy in the nightclub. It's got, yeah, everything... The, Dance yeah, music. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, yeah. um, it's a bad movie on paper, but if you're in the right frame of mind and you just want to have like an action movie with like some drunk, do you mean? No, <laughs> like I was this evening. I want an action movie with some cool music and some good stunts. It's that kind of movie. I recommend it for that, and a lot of people will poo-poo that one too. Sure, sure. Um, 
And Just the, because you have bad taste. I also have a third <laughs> one which I thought of while I was doing this. All right. And the third one was uh, Smoking Aces. Oh, yeah. Because it reminds me of the losers. Ooh, that's of, a good one. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, not Smoking Aces 2, Smoking Aces, the original one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I agree. If you, I think if you like the losers, you'd like Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces does the stylistic thing a bit too much, but I still think it's an interesting story. It is. It, um, it keeps you. It keeps you in, and you want to know more about different yeah. people. And and it's got the vibe of that. I mean, that's the one with Jason Bateman as the lawyer in yeah. the, with the rabbit. It's costume. a little less light-hearted than the losers. The losers is more of it's dark, breezy. It's this got one's a, a bit dark. dark yeah. yeah, Smoking yeah. Aces is a dark. Yeah. My recommendations are because I really like that. Um, how uh, what's his name? I keep forgetting. Holt McCallany. Yeah, I think that's right. You think? Um, who plays the the muscle bad guy. The muscle of the bad guy. Um, well, that sounds like a porno, too. The muscle of the bad guy. <laughs> it's funny when Jason <laughs> But Patrick's I was like, it's got to be in something that I remember, because I really like looking at I like the way he is, and he's in Alpha Dog as, like, the detective. Uh-huh. Which I don't remember, but I no. loved Alpha Dog. I thought it was really good, really creepy and intense and uh, uncomfortable kind of a movie. Well done. So Alpha Dog, it stars also Jason T- Justin Timberlake, who's really good in it. So don't dismiss it if you see that. Justin Timberlake's in the new... Um, I mentioned it this week on Sony Twitter. Sony commercial? <laughs> he is. I mentioned it this week on Twitter, the new David Fincher movie, which is the um, social network, the Facebook mm-hmm. movie. Justin Timberlake's... Um, the second guy in that, like he, right. I mean, he's right. He's a. I, I saw him in the trailer. If you haven't seen the trailer for the Social Network, um, the, I'm telling the viewers, not you, mm. uh, listeners, go and see it. Viewers. The the new um, there's a new trailer for it that came out this week. Um, it doesn't give anything away. It's it's just sometimes trailers are done very well, and David Fincher, I think, understands that how trailers are generally done is pathetic and stupid shows you the whole thing and it's a waste of time the way David Fincher does a trailer and this trailer is testament to it is perfect it's just a piece of music with some still images mm, good. and it completely sets the tone of the movie I think I said on Twitter this week that is it's how to make a trailer um, because it doesn't give anything away all you know is it's a fa- Facebook is involved and some stuff <laughs> from still pictures and some music you know like like a Facebook page you're interrupting my recommendations by the way just okay. so you know I have to start over Alpha Dog right. <laughs> and there, uh, I also wanted to find another movie that he was in not him um, the Watchman guy was in Dead Je- and Breakfast Jeffrey Dean Morgan yes Jeffrey Dean Morgan as the sheriff in Dead and Breakfast and we did review Dead which and is Breakfast the, yes we did and who was the star in that I don't Bruce know. Bruce Campbell? No. Was Bruce Campbell not in it? I think, actually. Um, it was like a zombie kind of no, funny movie. I think <laughs> David Carradine was in it. Or Keith Carradine. One of the two. I think you're right. I know you're right. Yeah. The dead one. Because we I were think. like, oh, he's in there. The one who the... died. Yeah, I think it was David. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bill. Kill Bill. Kill Bill guy. And Dead and Breakfast. It's a weird Well, you might want to say David Carradine's actually Kung Fu, right? Yeah. That's who I know him as, you know. I mean, Kill Bill, yes, but Kung Fu. Yeah, I mean, Jesus, Kung Fu. <laughs> Kung Fu. Uh, so, Dead and Breakfast and Alpha Dog. Because of the people, these are movies they've done in the past, and I think that it's good to always, uh, you know, go back and look. And let's throw Fantastic Four in, for, if you like Chris Evans. I don't 
<laughs> no, not really. Um, was he a Fantastic Four 2? Yeah, Silver Surfer. Oh, yeah, that was not good either, was it? It was better. It was better. It was better because that guy got all big and tall. It was that. better, but it wasn't good. <laughs> I, like, I like the blue guy, all yeah. big and tall. Yeah, I know he's CGI, but I don't What care. blue guy? The big blue guy. The guy who was doing the science shit. Oh. I'm thinking in Watchmen, the big blue guy. Not Watchmen. Yeah, it's a big blue guy in Watchmen, isn't he? In Watchmen? Yeah, like he's the, that main guy. I, I forget his name. I don't remember. Yeah, big blue guy with his schlong hanging out. <laughs> no, it's not Watchmen. Yeah, that totally is Watchmen. I will bet you a thousand dollars. Isn't that Watchmen and I'm confusing them? It must be. Because <laughs> the big blue guy is the, doing science in the chamber and stuff is in Watchmen. Right. In Silver Surfer, I don't know what you're talking about with the big blue guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, my God. Of course I'm right. He's a silver guy. Yes. But he's not a big one with a schlong. Is it the same actor or something? Am no. I just... Oh, my God. I'm losing my mind. Anyway. Big blue guy in any movie. So don't trust anything Thumbs Sid up. Talk says from Avatar. <laughs> Watchmen. The Smurfs. The Smurfs. <laughs> There's not going to be big blue. Oh, that's small blue guy. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> hmm. All right. So, um, that's a movie for this week. Uh, games and A-Schooly stuff for this week. I just wanted to mention uh, the Summer of Arcade started this week, which is Microsoft's... Money-making scheme. They Let's put, call it what it is. They do it every summer. Um, they put out five games in a row. Blockbuster games, pretty much. And here's the hook. If you buy them all, you get something at the end. Yeah. Um, Good motivation. They put five games in a row out. <laughs> and they generally... the best five games they're probably going to put out that year. Last year, Alpha Protocol... Uh, not Alpha Protocol. Um, Shadow Complex was the finale, and it was an amazing game. This year, there's five games. This week's game was Limbo, which is a Danish game that uses this weird... Uh, it's, the whole game's in black and white, first off. Oh, that one, right. Second off, there's no story, per se. You just wake up, you're this little boy... And the game scrolls from left to right, as most platformy type games do. And you go through a journey to get from A to B, basically. And stuff happens along the way. It's in this... It's almost like shadow puppets. That's what you said. Would you say that? Yeah, that's what Wombat said. Um, Well, I've not even heard that. You said you listened to the Cadcast, right? No, not this week. Oh, that's what he called it. I've still got it there. Japanese Um, shadow puppets. Yeah, that's what it's kind of like. It's... uh, like the, and then he had to explain what that was to Cheapy D. Like the end of a, yeah, but people listening to this haven't heard that probably. Yeah, so yeah. like um, the what movie is it where they were at the beginning? Was it a series of unfortunate events? Yes, Let like the opening to that. Yeah. if you've seen that. Um, that so, also reminds me of Ico, just because of the black against. It kind of does, and it also has this. People are comparing it to Braid, which was a game that came out and Summer of Arcade, funnily enough, last year or the year before. And it, they, they, they're kind of these art games, they call them, where the game doesn't have a full explanation and it's open to interpretation and you could... You know, the game's called Limbo and you're in this weird and this... That pretty much tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Now, <laughs> so it's it's really a good game, but it's really brief. Now, I'm not saying that brief games are bad. But they charge $15 for this game. And in my opinion, it is slightly high for what you get. Because there are plenty of games on Xbox Live Arcade that will give you a 30 or 40 hour experience for less. Now, I know you can't equate like time 
to money, really. Well, Cause, like cause, Fractal. Fractal's $5, right? Yeah, and, and you could actually play that forever, just keep playing it. Like. Do you feel like you've gotten more of an experience out of Fractal so far? Just the enjoyment, the relaxing thing. Yeah, it's a I whole different it was vibe, obviously. It's a puzzle game, but I mean, it's a whole different thing. But talking price versus your satisfaction. Well, I actually purchased Puzzle Quest 2 a couple of weeks ago on Xbox Live Arcade. It was $15 before the... Um, I love Puzzle Quest, so it was like a no-brainer. Cause I, and I'm playing it now, and I'm not anywhere into it. Like, I've been playing it every day. For $15. For $15. Right. And this was three weeks ago. Limbo, literally the same day. I'm done with it. And right. there's no reason to go back. It's exactly the same if you played it the second time. That's what I have a problem with. I'm not saying that it's a great game. It's an interesting experience. You probably haven't played anything like it. But is that worth the cost? Well, it's just because they tell you that thing. Buy all five of our games and we'll give you some, what, points? I would have bought it something? anyway because I did like the demo. Right, but I mean it's part of a scheme. And so that's why they're going to throw a $15 game that may not be worth $15 because they know you're going to do what yeah, they say. And, and the thing is, like, I am buying all of these games this summer of arcade because I, I am interested in all but one of them. One of them is called uh, Saturday Night fighting or something. So you'll like, give them that money just because you want the trinket you, at the end. You get one free, basically. So that crappy one will be my one free, I guess, this time. So um, Well worth it. Yeah. Well, it might, <laughs> it might end up not being crappy. I might like it, right? So True, just like um, this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so Limbo was this week's. It's $15. Next week's on Wednesday, or this Wednesday, on last Wednesday, this Wednesday. Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday's is Hydro Thunder, which is... I'm looking forward to Hydro Thunder. This Th- Wednesday. It's, I, it's after midnight. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Hydro Thunder more than uh, I was Limbo because it's a dream, old Dreamcast game. was called Hydro Thunder. It's made by Midway. It was a racing game with uh, speedboats, which is kind of rare because like, most racing games are cars, right? So speedboats had realistic water, so the, mm. this, it swells and you know um, the waves affect how you... So it's a arcadey speedboat racer and Hydro Thunder on Xbox Live Arcade is not a remake of the Dreamcast one it's a brand new new tracks HD graphics reimagining of Dreamcast Hydro Thunder so I'm excited for that one and I feel that that one is worth $15 because it's a full on racing game with a career the whole thing um and then I just got a vision of Jaws 3 when the boat's out there and all the the people are doing that skiing thing where they're like making a pyramid because of Hydro Thunder because <laughs> you mentioned like a speedboat and that just popped in my mind the right. scene where they're all in their little like pyramid thing on the skis and everybody's watching and then the shark oh, comes yeah. and they're like Aah! that's the 3D they're one like, isn't it <laughs> it's really bad <laughs> so to me a speedboat equals Jaws 3 right and you know uh, these <laughs> Uh, and each week I'll keep you informed of Summer of Arcade what I thought of it, the game and, oh good um, why I'm just teasing <laughs> um, what I thought of the game and you know I, I think the third week is Castlevania New Castlevania and then there's that Friday night whatever it is and then the final one is Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light which is a good one to top off on I think because the brand new Lara Croft game has a downloadable title I think that one would be worth $15 so um so that, overall, you'll be spending how much? Like the price of a retail game altogether, right? You get 15 off. There's five, so I'll be paying for four of them. Mm, right. So $60. Five games for 60 Like It's like one yeah. game game, but you're getting five. So I think it's fine, because you know what? Some of these arcade games that I buy, I spend more time on than ones that I've bought, big full games, you know? So, um, yeah, that's... Uh, 
Hydro Thunder. There's not much out on games recently. Um, but next month, Mafia 2 is out. Oh, wow. Can't I wait love for that Mafia. Yeah, that, that's that's a, been a long time. Yeah, it really has, like four years maybe. Yeah, and that, like when we just moved here, I remember you playing it. And it's an awesome game. And I played it right through to the end, and the story is mind-blowing. It's almost as good as, like, a Godfather. You know, like, mm-hmm. it, they really got the story right. And this one picks the story up, so I'm excited to play it. And, and it, it was a good game. So, if you're going by that standard, Mafia 3 is going to be really bad. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I've been playing a bit more Crackdown 2 this week with my nephew online. We've been collecting orbs. I've finished with all the orbs now. I've got every single orb <laughs> in the game. Apart from some of the ones that you have to chase, which I'm going to get this week. Let me just interject here. You said you told me at work. Yes, you're playing online with him. <laughs> but he had stepped on his headset. It was broken, so he taped it to the side of yeah, his exactly. head. Yeah, exactly. My nephew um, doesn't really play online much, but he's got an <laughs> Xbox. So um, his headset ended up on the floor of his bedroom, probably as most kids' headsets yes. and controllers do. And he got stood on, so I messaged him and said, do you want to play? And he said, sure. And then he was really loud. Like I, I was like, your headset sounds weird. He's like, oh, yeah, well, it's got no thing that goes over your head. It's just the earpiece and the microphone. <laughs> and uh, all I've got is this... I've not even got duct tape, he said. I've just got normal sellotape. Yep. And I said, do you mean the sellotape that it keeps was in his pocket? And in your pocket that I've washed a couple yeah. of times in the washer. <laughs> and he go, oh, yeah, it's that sellotape. I said, so that sellotape probably isn't that sticky either. And he taped it round his head. <laughs> and I said, can you take a photo of that? I want to put it up on Facebook. But he didn't have a camera or whatever. So. He does, but no, he wouldn't. Yeah. This is a 13-year-old uh, young man who wears a red tie every day. He keeps a roll of... Uh, Tape. Scotch tape in his pocket and a magnifying glass with an LCD light on it. Oh, there's a combination of things. You can't understand a person. When I was that age, I wore a jacket every day. It didn't matter if it was a million degrees outside. I wore the same jacket every day. I had this little tiny hairbrush that I kept in my pocket all the time and a couple of pencils and an eraser because I still do that, kind of keep my art stuff. So that combination served him well that day. He taped his headset to his head. And we played. And then every so often, he sounded really, really loud. (laughs) And I said, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, well, the tape's coming off, so I've had to put the microphone in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, you're going to have to remove that and re-tape. So... That's awesome. And then, yeah, then the day after, I gave him a new headset, yes, so uh, yes. he doesn't have to do that anymore. Uh, anyway, Until so I steps on it. That's quite down to. Um, finally, uh, this week, uh, if you're a user of Steam, which is the PC um, download platform by Valve, they have put out a game this week called Alien Swarm, which is a top above. What do you call that? Above, like the Apple bird's eye view. Bird's eye view homage to the film Aliens that you play co-op online with four people. You're at four different classes. Like, say, I'm a medic. One's a heavy gunner. One's a specialist. So you've got these four different people. And you're working your way through, basically, the ship from Alien. Hmm. With aliens. The actual aliens from Alien, even though there's no trademark here. Coming after you. Um, And the best part about it is it's absolutely free. The whole game. Nice. And it's a proper big game using Valve's Half-Life engine. I don't know why it's free. It's brand new. It's absolutely free. You can play it online. I say as you play it, they're just siphoning money out of your bank account. <laughs> there's, <laughs> Secretly. There's um, full achievements, 50 achievements on Steam with it. Wow. The whole thing is free. I couldn't believe it. I just I read a forum thread about it. I was like, I've never even heard of this. I downloaded it. It was free. It just came down. It's like two gigabytes. 
I played it online with a bunch of random people last night. That didn't go so well, but I can imagine it being really fun with some of your friends. It works perfectly. It's, I could um, play it with you. Mouse and keyboard. Yeah, you can, because it's free. You can put it on there. I could. Um, so I'd yeah, have to go in the other room. That's Alien Swarm. It's absolutely free. Just Steam. go to steampowered.com, download the Steam um, client, go in the store. It's right there on the front page. Click it. You'll get you'll get a copy. I can't believe it's free. It's crazy. Um, I think Valve have just got it, like... They want you on the Steam platform so you can buy games. Well, why not throw you a bone every so often, I yeah. guess. And they had that big sale a while back. Which was also amazing. Because they understand if we lower our prices, they will come. It's very yeah. simple. <laughs> That's it. You need people on your platform. You yeah, have yeah. to do something. And finally, um, this week, uh, Tuesday, if you're counting the days, uh, StarCraft Two comes out, which is Blizzard's, you know, the World of Warcraft people's sequel to StarCraft, which is one of the biggest games of all time. It literally sold, heard of it. sold a billion copies. Um, it comes out on Tuesday. Uh, there's midnight openings everywhere for it. It's huge. It's bigger than Halo. It's bigger than anything. Um, it's never. I've never been a big fan of it because it's an RTS game, which is the top-down get your units, send them to attack somebody. Which is what you're saying about Alien Swarm, right? Alien Swarm's more of a you're in direct control over the guy. You've got one guy, and it's top-down. Oh, you're not collecting. Starcraft is mine for the things, send your troops. Yeah, Yeah, it's one of those types, like Command and Conquer. It's not a big draw for me, but I do know that half of the gaming planet is slavering over this one. I will be playing it. I'll probably play the single-player campaign, but I don't think I'll tackle the online stuff, because I'm not into that game, that kind of game. It's commitment, isn't it? Yeah, but the story, Blizzard's cutscenes and story are second to none. They do amazing cutscenes. Like they're almost like a Final Fantasy movie or you know, like they're that kind of quality. So I'm interested to play. So that's out on Tuesday. I'm sure a lot of people will be lining up on Monday night to grab hold of that one. So that's uh, my stuff for this week. What have you got? Ta-da! What's for dinner, you say? Were you curious? Yes, what is for dinner? I'm hungry. <laughs> We're having pasta, which is the whole wheat pasta. Although I've cooked it, I tasted it, I'm not 100% sure. I might make some plain pasta, but at this moment it's going to be I like cold. both. All right, then. We might just stick with the whole wheat pasta. I'm going to make some creamy squash sauce. like a I've had that before. It is quite very good. Yes. And peas, of course, with maybe in it. And some corn, Q-U-O-R-N, the, bra- the brand of... Fake. Soy protein. No, not soy at all. It's no, my- micro protein. Ma- myco. Myco protein. It's a weird stuff. Meatless. Yeah. Uh, it tastes ball. good. Meatless meat, meatless balls. That's yeah. what it is. Just and balls. then we have one chicken, which is not chicken. It's fake chicken cutlet. Same stuff. So that'll be going in there as well. And uh, some of that coleslaw. Yeah, coleslaw is With weird. the veganaise and a little bit of grandma juice, which we like to call it. And uh, peppers and onions. Grandma juice. Grandma juice. It's a vinaigrette that we buy. That's by this local old lady. We just like to call it grandma juice. And that's all I have. I have nothing else to talk about this week, except I'm still trying to learn some German. Come on, give us a demonstration. Um, können Sie mir helfen, bitte? Something about helping you. Can you help me, please? Yeah, there you go. And that's it. That's I, all you know. Can't, well, no, when I hear... I don't know lots of vocabulary words, but I think I've figured out word order and... No, roughly, very roughly. And... The key things like can I, may I, should I, where, when, how, time, money, counting, days of the week. I've pretty much got all that done. Montag. 
Freitag. <laughs> Freitag. I did German at school, so it's still in there, kind of. I mean, bits and pieces of Mid-week. it. Definitely words. Midvok. That's Wednesday for uh-huh. midweek. Midweek. So I know them. I mean, I listen to the podcast and repeat everything over and over and over. So we'll see how I do for the German trip coming up in the fall. Excellent. Which it, um, so uh, I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, remind you about our websites: ascully.com, ascully.com, ascu. What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Are you doing this? Are you doing this? <laughs> you liked it so much when he did it last week in Cop Out. I thought maybe uh, I'd do it too. <laughs> okay, so don't do that anymore. So uh, I'm going to start again, in fact. So thank you for listening to the... Uh, and every time you do it, I'll just restart. Thanks thanks for listening to the podcast. I want to remind you about our website. It's ascully.com. A-S-C-U-L-L-Y.com. Uh, that's where you can find this podcast. Sidsaw.com is where you can find anything regarding you. Uh, Sid Talk, hello. Which means what? What? What's regarding me? What do I have there? Oh, I want to say also say that Shooting Stars restarted this week, and it is awesome on BBC. Right. Um, I, that was just reminding me where he says uh, uh, my friend Vic will be having me, and he, he always goes hello. Like <laughs> <laughs> you've been sat there the entire show. So Sid Talk, hello. Hello. Um, yeah, Shooting Stars, Vic and Bob, BBC TV. Don't only, miss it. Only British people know what the hell you're Don't talking miss about. It. Um, and I want you can find us both twi- on Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, YouTube, Zoom Marketplace. If you want to subscribe to this podcast and you've got a Zoom or not, maybe you just like the Zoom software on your PC. Um, <laughs> We're on Zoom social, so you can make us your friends. Correct. Uh, you can get us on the iTunes Music Store if you're one of those Apple people. You can see where, how much I listen to the German podcast. It'll be like the only thing on my list for the last month. Oh, yeah, on the Zoom social. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can subscribe to this podcast using our general RSS feed. Just go to com, click on the word podcast. All your subscription options are there, or you can just listen to the podcast on the page and not subscribe at all. Open um, in your Google Reader. You or do that. Or you can you can email feedback to me at com. Don't email Sid Talk as usual. And... Stay classy. I was trying to think of one for the losers. I never come up with one every week off the bat because I think it's boring just to write one down. Hmm. And then I can never think of one. So just stay classy. <laughs> nice. This week. You could um, go with the original. Stay classy, San Diego. San Francisco. San, what was it? <laughs> go fuck yourself, San Diego. Wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't say that to me. That's uh, from the Ron Burgundy. Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> Milk was a bad choice. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. It is. <laughs> you you ate a whole wheel of cheese? Mm. I'm not mad. I'm, what does he say? I'm amazed. Uh, and I'm going to say, think for yourself. Because if you don't think for yourself, somebody will come along in your lifetime and do it for you. Just a small town girl Living in a lonely world She took the midnight Just a city boy Born and raised in South Detroit He took the midnight train Going Okay.